Climbers, Johnny here. Hey, I know you work your butt off to make great music, but you struggle to get new consumers interested in it. And let's face facts, your next new project is not going to be received any differently than the last one unless new people are exposed to it. And I know that growing your audience is frustrating, but listen, I promise it's not rocket science. It's just that what you're doing isn't very effective. But you're an artist and you absolutely need a fan base, right? You don't have all day to struggle with the promotion part either, so I get that. But imagine how it would feel to know exactly what you have to do every single day to gain more fans. And imagine how much more consistent you can be when you know exactly how to do it. Brands will come out of the woodwork to offer you money when you've accumulated a large enough audience. Let us help you with a consultation and you'll see tangible results every single day. Schedule a consultation today by emailing info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. Hey, I totally understand you might be a little apprehensive, so listen to what some other people thought of their consultation experience at Daredevil Production. Hey, Climbers, this is Josh Cleveland from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, not too long ago, my guitarist Dustin and I did a consult with Johnny, and the results we have seen have been pretty awesome. Um, we were looking to get a little further reach into social media and to grow our fan base, and that is exactly what has happened. Uh, to kind of put that in context, I've been on Instagram for about seven years, and I had 487 followers. And in just a couple months working with Johnny, uh, we've been able to grow that fan base up to um, almost 2,000 people, and it's still growing. And that's 2,000 real people. It's not bots. It's not just like fake accounts. These are real people that I interact with on a regular basis every single day, um, creating more buzz about what it is that I do. And it's been pretty awesome. So if you're willing to do the work, and that's the key word, work. If you're willing to do the work, do what Johnny tells you to do. Um, schedule a consult. You'll see um, some growth in your audience and your fan base immediately if that's what you're after. Although I will tell you this, it's a lot of work. And uh, Johnny told me that he's going to give me work and I'm going to hate him. And I do. I hate Johnny so much, but in all the best ways. So schedule a consult. Challenge accepted. All right, welcome to another episode of Pick Johnny's Brain. This is where climbers get to send in their music marketing questions, their music industry questions, their artist exposure questions, artist development questions, digital marketing questions. Whatever you got about your artist career, you email it to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line so it goes in the right folder, and we answer them on the air here to make sure that we're... And we feel like if some person's got this question, probably a lot of people are thinking about the same thing, and... And we want to make sure that we are giving you relevant content and we're staying on top of, of what's important to you. This is all for you guys. So we want you to win. So if you haven't done so already, please download the free informational PDF, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans. This is a mindset changer. The world of digital marketing is vastly different than what happens on broadcast platforms, radio, TV, touring. So you need to know how the animal differs and what you're going to do about it to succeed at it. And there are minor tweaks here and there, but they make sense. This is going to get your head right because if you're deconstructing the way that you were marketed to, which is what every smart person would do, you're getting toxic information. This is information that isn't applicable anymore. It's the nature of a paradigm shift, which is what we're 
we're in the middle of. So do that. And uh, as always, guys, we're available for consulting. Reach out at info at daredevilproduction.com. Put consulting in the subject line. If you need some one-on-one time and to help you figure out a strategy, we can do that. Yes, we charge for that, but I think everybody that's ever gone through it has found it to be invaluable and, and make sure they're spending their money in the right place and they're focused in the right place and that they're getting the most out of what they're trying to accomplish and the energy they put into it. So with that, let's get to the questions here. This is from, it just says uh, Singer Consulting. It says, Johnny, what is the most effective way to market original songs to other artists while growing your personal brand as a singer-songwriter? Are the two incompatible or just separate efforts? I'm assuming that by marketing your original songs to other artists, you're talking about trying to get a cut, like to be a songwriter, to get a cut. I mean, there's some stories that come to mind, but they're outlier stories. I, I think of Travis Meadows. Travis Meadow is an artist, a singer-songwriter, who is phenomenal. If you're not familiar with Travis Meadows, my God, you've got to listen to his music. It's I, I don't care what genre you're in, just listen to the lyrics. It's not your normal country, man. He talks about his life. I think Killing Uncle Buzzy is a whole record about him getting off of booze and, and kicking alcohol. He was a, his own words, he was a drunk for six years. And he says, when I mean that by six years, I mean, I never had a hangover because he was just drunk straight. So the thing is he put out those records and um, like the biggest song I think you might probably know is, is um, We All Want What We Ain't Got, which was covered by, I forget his name, the Florida guy, uh, Florida artist, but it's, the, the songs are absolutely incredible. Here is a situation where he put out a record and that record just kind of made its way onto all the tour buses and all the artists were liking it. I don't know that they were marketed to artists. They just found it and they liked it. And then through Road Crew and other artists and sharing like, oh, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. He's like the regular soundtrack on the tour buses when the major label artists are out on tour. And then, oh, Jake Owen was the artist, and Jake calls him, hey, do you mind if I cut this song? And he's like, duh, of course, go ahead. And listen to Travis Meadows, and then listen to Jake Owen's version. They're almost identical. Like, Jake did not want to step on the way he produced it. He had so much reverence for the way that that he wrote it and sang it and, and the space that was in there and how he produced it. But it wasn't marketed to Jake Owen, per se. The cuts job is it's so much about relationships and not so much about marketing. I mean, it doesn't hurt that you could be in the feed of, of an artist that maybe might want to cut your song. So I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but I think if you're just marketing yourself as a singer songwriter and those songs and you're doing a good job by marketing, I mean, you're getting in front of new eyeballs. I don't mean that you're taking your songs and making a video and you put it up on your Facebook and, you know, tag Jake Owen in it or Taylor Swift or somebody like that. It's like, that's not marketing. Marketing. That's not going to work. You need to be out there. You need to be out there often. You have to show up in somebody's feed more than once, twice or three or even four times. And so these are the things where you become familiar and people all of a sudden take 10 seconds to give you a shot and there's your moment to make it happen. I, I think for getting cuts, and I hope that that's what you meant by that, but this is a publisher's job. This is song plugger's job. This is your job as a person in the industry to make the relationships that are going to get the cuts. I, I don't know that marketing is, is going to help you get cuts because it's a B2B thing. It's not a B2C thing, right? So that's what I have to say about that. I, and I think there's separate audiences and no artists are looking for songs to cut 
through commercials or ads or, or anything like that. It's coming through a relationship. It's coming through a trusted friend saying, hey, you got to hear this song. This would be perfect for you. Now, that said, there's an interesting angle to it, I think. You know, if there was a song that you just knew was knocked down, drag out, completely competitive, a smash hit, it would be perfect, perfect, perfect for like Blake Shelton or something. Then, I mean, I, you could put an ad together that maybe would influence that. Right. And, and try to target certain audiences and see what would happen from that. It, it could go either way. It, it would definitely be something that has been done before. So they could look down their nose at it and be a little put off by it. Or they could be like, well, this is a great song. I can't believe I, this was in my feed and I'm going to take it to Blake. And, and maybe you get a cut. I don't know. But generally speaking, it, it's way more relationship based as opposed to B2C where you're taking, you know, you're, you're the business and you're bringing it straight to consumers. That's going to be where your marketing is. So certainly the bigger your brand name is, the more credible a producer, an A&R person, an artist, a manager, somebody surrounding an, a major label artist that would want to uh, cut your song, you're going to look a lot better if you've got something going on there. So they're different audiences, kind of the same effort, but I think it's definitely something that just be careful with that, you know. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I hope that helped there. The next one here, next question uh, is from Remo Packer, a friend of mine. I used to play in a band with Remo at, out in LA, killer drummer. If I were to acquire the rights to a song, what do I do then to record and market it? What are the appropriate steps to take to get this out to the mainstream and how do I monetize this? Well, Remo, I don't think I need to tell you about how to record it. You know exactly what you're doing with that. Depends on the song, like where you're going to record it. I think you need to make the right choices. We certainly have done a lot of business with people from L.A. who are making music for song libraries. And this is a B2B thing, but some of the projects they would do would be country projects and they just couldn't get. I'm talking like the best players out in L.A., the rock star A-list guys. It just can't make that Nashville thing happen. So they would come back here to do that. So in, in that context, you want to make sure you're you're sourcing it right. If it's a country song, you're going to want to cut it out here. And you got my number, call me and we'll set 
stuff. Mom. As far as to get it out to the mainstream, so who's cutting it? Is it an artist? Are you going to get an artist? Are you going to get a, just some work for hire people to do it and to try to push the song out and sync it? It's There's a lot underlying with that question that would have to be addressed. You know, acquiring the rights to like a knockdown drag out song is cool, but then if you're going to record it, who's going to record it? Like who's the artist? Who's, who's the singer? Who's the face? How's that going to work? Once you get that settled in, it's just about marketing. It's about getting the assets of that particular artist together, amplifying the positives, trying to downplay the negatives, you know, shining light on the things that really work in, in the kind of content we have. We, we've had artists that we've marketed who've had some killer tours behind them. So one of the assets we had access to was we had content of them doing their on tour and playing in front of packed crowds as a support act. And of course, they're really great live. And so that's content that we used, just the imagery. We synced the video to their track. We didn't use the live audio. Even though live audio was killer, that wasn't the point of the ad, but we were able to draw a lot of traffic and send people to Spotify, send people to buy tickets for this artist, etc. because they had a killer visual of some live shows. There's other artists that we have that haven't had had that show yet, that big show where it's a packed house and they're just killing it. So we have to do different things. You know, these are artists that can sing really well or that can play really well. So we're going to create content for them, showing them singing, showing them playing. We've got a bunch of artists like that. You know, some of them are, are newer artists and a little earlier on their journey. Some of them are absolute pros, but they've got a new project together. It's a brand new brand name. So they don't they don't have that footage yet of them just owning a crowd. So we have to work with what we got and try to work some different angles. And so we're promoting posts, we're having them do cover songs or mashups and stuff like that to try to create it that way. So it's about kind of bringing attention to the artist. If the song's syncable and it's just something that you would record digitally and maybe bring in like a stunt vocalist and do something really cool with it. In other words, where it's not gonna be marketed per se as an artist track, but it, it's totally syncable. Like you could be a sync beast and just generate boatloads of money syncing it. Then it's a different approach would be actually stay tuned because we are going to be interviewing the CEO of a company that Daredevil has become very, very close to. We're in a close relationship. We actually expanded our, our offices and we share some space in the new expanded space with this company. And we're going to talk about what they do and how they've reimagined publishing and the sync licensing and all this kind of stuff and what they're doing to help indie artists get upward mobility. I think it's relevant to you, Remo, because it would help just give you some different ideas on monetizing. But you want to know more about that, buddy? Like, uh, give me a call or even better, fly your sweet little behind out here and let's hang out for a weekend, man. I miss your face. Well, that's it, guys. That brings us to the end of uh, another killer Pick Johnny's Brain here. Once again, send your questions into info at daredevilproduction.com. Please put Pick Johnny's Brain in the subject line, and I will make sure that it gets into the right folder, and we'll answer it on the air to the best of my ability. Download the free informational PDF. There's a lot of info in there. It's 21 biggest reasons you don't have more fans. This is a head check. It's going to get you on board with really just rethinking your marketing and making sure you're asking the right questions. If you're trying to deconstruct the way that you were marketed to and the artists that turned you on that made you want to be an artist it's toxic information that's not going to work for you because that doesn't exist anymore the way they came through it's not going to how you're going to come up so make that happen and of course if you need some one-on-one -on -one consultation certainly reach out info at daredevilproduction.com put consultation in the subject line instead and we'll get something on the books we do charge for this it's an hour at least an hour of my time but i promise you'll be leaving with a laundry list of things that you need to focus on and do you're going to be more productive from it and that's what's what's most important so till then guys we create this podcast because we want you to win so keep on climbing and this is breath part we'll see you at the top
to be doing video content. We've got a killer connection that we work with out in New York that uh, Scott Braun is, is, uh, does our stuff. And if you certainly want to talk to him, uh, reach out and tell him we sent you, please. The animated logos button up all the, the video content that we're going to put out there, and it helps brand the artist. And then, you know, stylists, clothing, good photo shoots. These are the kinds of things that we're, that we're spending the money on to, to make our artists look like they're artists, like they're rock stars. And then we're spending money to get them in front of new eyeballs and to make sure that the people that already like them are being are being made aware that this content is out that there's a new video out a new single out that you know that they're, they're in town and there's tickets to be purchased etc so hope that helped you guys if you have any questions uh please send them on to info at daredevilproduction.com put pick johnny's brain into the subject line they will get into the right folder and we'll answer those questions live on the show here and if you haven't done so already please download the free pdf 21 biggest reasons you don't have more fans and that's going to get your head right and get you asking all the right questions uh, moving forward into the digital world here so that you can compete with uh with other artists that are trying to break on digital all right until next time guys send in your questions we'll see you in a couple weeks it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.